Hello, and welcome to the Geekiest Podcast, where we sit around and talk to our friends about all things geeky, all the while giving each other geek points to determine who is the geekiest. Welcome to the Geekiest. My name is Joe, and my pronouns are he, him. This week, we're going to be doing just geek news as life just got in the way of things. So uh, you just got me. Uh, my first story this week is an in memoriam to Richard Donner, uh, director, producer, pretty much the father of the superhero blockbuster movie, as he was the one who directed 1978's Superman. Uh, but he has passed away at the age of 91. He uh, passed away on Monday in Los Angeles. Um, some of his credits include direct his directorial debut was at was 1976, The Omen. Then 1978, he did Superman. Uh, he then moved on, uh, did some more films through the years. Uh, he directed The Goonies, that was produced by Steven Spielberg. He he along with his wife uh, formed the Donner Company. And they are responsible for um, the uh, Deadpool, the Wolverine, and the X-Men franchise. Um, he also did Inside Moves, The Toy with Richard Pryor, uh, Lady Hawk, uh, where he met his, his wife, uh, Lauren Schuler Donner. Uh, he also uh, did uh, the original Lethal Weapon movie. Uh, just... You know, a, a giant in the industry. Uh, several of his films were nominated for awards, but he never won an Academy Award, although he was recognized in 2017, um, where he uh, was given a Lifetime Achievement, I believe. Uh, off the set, uh, he was said to be a very kind and generous person. Uh, he helped uh, one of the stars of Goonies, Jeff Cohen, go to college, and he helped pay for rehab for actor Corey Feldman. Uh, but he said, uh, in 1985, Richard Donner said in an interview that, uh, he never had kids of his own. So the kids on the set of, of the Goonies, uh, became like his family. Uh, so if you like superhero movies, if you like buddy cop movies, if you just like movies, uh, this is a big loss. Um, so, all right, we will, uh, move on to some more positive news. Netflix has announced that the Witcher prequel Blood Origin has a new has a new member of the cast, and it would be Michelle Yeoh, uh, lately of Star Trek Discovery, and lately of Star Trek Discovery, playing uh, Captain slash Emperor Giorgio. Uh, Yeoh has been cast into the Witcher Blood Origin, playing an elf named Cian, uh, who is. Uh, so here's here's the description. Cian is the very last of her nomadic tribe of sword elves. No one can come close to her artistry with the blade, and no one carries as much loss within their heart. When a change presents itself to retrieve a stolen sacred sword from her fallen tribe by nefarious means, she launches herself into a deadly quest that will change the outcome of the continent. This is uh, 
Yo's latest string of sci-fi and fantasy. fantasy. Uh, of course, she's been playing Giorgio on Star Trek Discovery, um, which was supposed to lead to a Section 31 spinoff, which, according to reports, has been put on hold. Uh, she's also going to be appearing in Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, uh, and she's going to have a role in the Avatar prequels. Um, information is still sparse on the live-action prequel, um, but it is going to be joined by an anime prequel series called The Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf, and we are still waiting to find out when the Witcher series itself will be will be delivering uh, season two of the Henry Cavill-led flagship. No release dates have announced, although they may happen uh, in two days, WitcherCon uh, that Netflix is putting on will be coming out. So uh, we will definitely be following the news from there and report back next week. Speaking of anime series, uh, a teaser trailer was released for Star Wars Visions. Um, Star Wars Visions... Uh, as we've been told previously, will be uh, an anthology series that encompasses the entire uh, saga. Um, that, uh, but it is going to be using creatives from Japan. Uh, at part of a panel of Anime Expo Light last weekend, producers uh, Jackie Lopez, James Waugh, Josh Rhymes, Justin Leach, and Kaneko Shirasaki. Give us our first glimpse to what to expect from Star Wars Visions. Uh, it's going to be a 10-part anthology series. Visions will feature animated shorts from multiple Japanese creative teams, including Trigger, Production IG, Kamikaze Duga, Kinema Citrus, Gino Studio, and more. Um, and they're going to be bringing a spin to all of the eras of the Star Wars universe. Uh, what we've gotten as flashes uh, looks like there's going to be new characters alongside the likes of Jabba the Hutt and Boba Fett, two samurai-inspired takes on Jedi, First Order stormtroopers, and other iconic imagery from the Star Wars galaxy. Uh, from tales of dark side twins from Trigger's legendary director Hiroyuki Imaishi to a rock opera tale from Kamikaze Duga, there's a lot going to be going on, and all of it is looking pretty cool. Uh, Star Wars Vision is set to hit Disney Plus on September 22nd with the upcoming tie-in novel Ronin by Emma Miko Kandon set to release in October. And the last story for this episode, so Magic the Gathering uh, has a new set coming out very short, shortly, and they have a tendency in, in the past to do a series of short stories on the Magic website to... Uh, stoke the fans the, the the appetites of the fans well with the upcoming uh card set coming out uh coming from wizards of the coast other big name dungeons and dragons uh the fiction for adventures in the forgotten realms is a slight bit different um the magic the gathering website uh dropped its first tie-in fiction but it wasn't so much fiction as it is an adventure for four to six characters of roughly eighth level called In Scarlet Flames. Um, you're going, adventurers will be going to the High Moors on Faerun's infamous Sword Coast uh, and exploring it with supposedly a horde of dangerous magical artifacts and treasures left by a pair of red mages of Thay. Um, 
according to what it says, you don't need much more beyond the player's handbook and a dungeon master's guide. Although if you have more, if you have the other source books, that's great. Um, so, and we also got a little bit of information about the actual deck itself. Uh, the card set itself is going to be jam-packed with not just D&D lore, but riffs on the mechanics of playing the tabletop game. From cards that ask you to roll skill checks to side cards that just let you take a break from tapping lands and slinging spells to go off on adventures through mini dungeons. Uh, so this is going to be an interesting mishmash of two games. Uh, but uh, that's all going to be coming out very shortly. Uh, you can download uh, the adventure in Scarlet Flames from Magic Adve- from Magic's Adventures in the Forgotten Realms. Uh, wow, stumbled over that. You can download in Scarlet Flames in Scarlet Flames from the Magic the Gathering website, uh, and the card set will be released on July twenty third. So you've got a uh, little more than two weeks or so, depending on you listen to this. Well, uh, that's all I have for the time being. Um, Hope everyone out there is taking care of themselves. And as always, this podcast believes Black Lives Matter, trans rights are human rights, and love is love. We thank you for listening this week. We look forward to talking to you next week. And as my dear friend Will would say, leave the world in a better place than the way you found it, kids. Hey there, listener. Before we get out of here, just want to uh, ask you to do us a little favor. Um, two little favors. One, if you go to Apple Podcasts, Leave us a rating and review there. Five stars would be great, but hey, we're leaving that up to you. And second would be share the podcast with your friends, family, coworkers, whoever you think would enjoy a deep dive into geek culture. Uh, that would definitely help us. Thanks for listening. The preceding program was brought to you by Armored Bear Productions.